Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, God is one. Amen. The sign of the cross, that's what I just made over myself. <clears throat> It's what many of us make over ourselves at least once a day. And that's because, frankly, we're still babies in the traditional, ancient faith of Christianity. Many of our forebears made this sign over themselves many times a day, and not over themselves only, but over their food, over their work, over their children. The sign was ubiquitous and covered everything in life. The sign of the cross was made over the whole world of Christians who have gone before us. And that's because they understood that the cross did, in fact, cover the whole world. G.K. Chesterton noted that a circle is often chosen as the symbol to represent various things like reason, connectedness, eternity, etc., etc. But a circle, though infinite in its path, is locked in its size. It can't grow or shrink, or it would become a spiral or something else misshapen. <clears throat> but the cross, he says, though it has at its head a collision and a contradiction, can extend its four arms forever without changing. The circle returns upon itself and is bound. The cross opens its arms to the four winds and covers the cosmos. The cross, if you think about it, is a very intuitive torture instrument for the Roman military to come up with. It simply matches the shape of the human body and is thus a convenient shape to affix a body to in order to immobilize it. As a torture device, it's so simple, and because of that, it's so sinister. It uses the psychology of the shape of a human body against us when we look upon it, or at least it used to until Jesus subverted the horror of the Roman intended uh, torture instrument of the cross and turned it into a symbol of victory. So we really shouldn't give any credit to the Romans for the symbol of the cross as we have it today. They were just trying to find a cheap, efficient way to use the shape of the human body against itself for the expedient of torture and death. They had never counted on one human body to be hung on one of their crosses that would forever show forth and demonstrate the inherent created genius built into our human shape, which reveals what we at our core are meant for. That genius in our created shape, that beautiful design conceived before the world began, was what we human beings were meant to reach vertically from heaven to earth just by virtue of standing upright, and also that we were to reach laterally, east to west, north to south, by virtue of the simple effort of opening our arms. We are to connect God to the world and all the parts of the world to each other. We are, in other words, the very warp and the weft of the cosmos, the crooks, that is the cross, and center of this creation called the heavens and the earth. 
I know what you're thinking. That's a huge calling and a huge task. I don't feel like I'm the center of the heavens and the earth. Well, most of us don't. If you do feel like that, please see Father Benjamin after the service and schedule a confession immediately. But yes, we are meant, at least, as creatures, we are meant for that, even though we clearly fall short of that purpose. Why? Why do we fall short of our intended purpose? Because our ancestors fell to a very clever creature and his temptation. They opened a gaping wound in our nature that was there, built into us. It was built into us at a risk. The part of us that chooses things. This, was, this risk was built into us and it was exploited by someone who knew how to exploit this risk and it was wounded. And all of Adam and Eve's children have been wounded in the exact same way and we've all made it worse for ourselves. We've all participated in that same self-wounding because we've all failed to stand upright, spiritually that is. We've all been unable to unite the plants and animals, the physical cosmos under our leadership and offer it to God. Our physical shape lost its spiritual dimension until God came to us as one of us and took the name Jesus from his mother Mary and his righteous guardian father Joseph. He entered this world. He entered this nature, our nature. He, remaining fully God, became fully human and restored our right relation with God the Father by living perfectly obedient to his will and intentions. And then, in order to participate in every one of the pains and troubles we've ever found ourselves in, he submitted himself to the worst that evil or malice or pain or loneliness or desperation could subject him to. In Roman-occupied first-century Jerusalem, that meant being scourged with a shrapnel-lined whip, stripped naked, separated from your friends and family, and nailed to a wooden cross. And when he did that, he renewed our shape. And he once again joined heaven to earth and all the corners of the cosmos together. That wooden Roman cross unwittingly became the instrument of salvation for the whole creation. The cross tonight, brothers and sisters, is what we will venerate by coming up here, kneeling, kissing, and adoring. The cross that Jesus was hung on 2,000 years ago will be, will be made present to you in this cross. Do not doubt it. That's what Christian ritual does. It doesn't matter that the matter is different, that it isn't the same wood in terms of molecules and atoms. No, the cross of Christ unites all of the cosmos. It reaches out in every direction. So this is the cross of Christ. Come and venerate it with humility, with faith, even with trepidation. I wouldn't blame you for being nervous. I would expect you to be if you knew what you were coming to kiss. This is where your God was hung to die for your sake. But because of that, this is where you will find 
the strongest, purest, most effectual and beautiful love the world has known or ever will know. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Talks at Advent. Homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.